The thing that had been Rachel Wheeler approached the football stadium at Newton High School, the smell of death ripe in the December afternoon. The chants arose from the stands as if heralding a star quarterback. Wheeler! Wheeler! As she crested the hill between the bare trees that swayed like skeletons in the December wind, waving black arms at the sky, the roar fell away into a muted drone. She didn't understand that the voices were only half-human, or that the thousands of corpses filling one half of the stadium stared in utter silence from rotted eye sockets. The corpses had fallen against each other in various stages of rot and collapse. Some were as desiccated as mummies, the skin of their faces stretched taut around their screaming skulls. Others wept putrescence in great tears that glistened in the sun. Their clothes were tattered and soaked, bits of bone showing here and there. With a sudden flutter, a flock of ravens erupted from the mass open grave, black chaos rising in the sky like half-time fireworks. A child's waxen corpse pitched forward in the melee, bouncing against the steel rail that barricaded the concourse from the ragged field. The sight aroused neither horror nor melancholy in Rachel. Death was just a transformative state, and the world was in transformation. The dead weren't as important as those on the other side of the stadium, the ones who shouted her name. The new people. The savage killers she'd once called zapheads, and now she was one of them, and she understood. Even with the sun bright in the sky, she could see the wild glittering of their eyes. There were hundreds of them, only a fraction of the number of corpses on the opposite bleachers, and dressed just as shabbily. They varied in age and skin tone and size, but they were united in their fervor. But not everyone in the crowd was shouting. Along the front row sat some silent people without glittering eyes, and their presence stirred some slumbering memory. And rage. Why haven't they been killed? One of them stood, a bronze-skinned woman with coal-black hair, an infant cradled in her arms. The woman worked her way down the row and navigated the concrete steps, descending to the asphalt track that circled the field. Rachel continued toward the crowd that chanted her name, her feet sinking into the soggy brown turf. The woman with the baby crossed the track, and the infant writhed in her arms, agitated by the noise or excited by your arrival. They were twenty feet apart when the baby's clear, high voice cut through the chanting of the crowd. Welcome home, Rachel Wheeler! Rachel wasn't shocked that the baby spoke. The communal energy of the tribe was almost pulsing, and the baby was part of it. In a way, the baby talked for all of them. I'm here now, Rachel said. You're us. Yes. The human woman holding the baby twitched with anxiety. No wonder. She should be dead. After all, she was wrong for this world. But she was trusted to carry the child, so she must have some role here. She would die when the right time came, when the new people were finished with her. No hurry. They had forever. Wheeler, the human said, 
Do you know Franklin? The baby glared up at the woman holding it, eyes fierce with inquisitive sparks. Not quite hostility, but with a brightness capable of flaming into destructive anger. But the human's words tugged at something deep within Rachel, a part that made her uneasy. Franklin, Rachel said. The crowd had fallen mostly silent, and aside from the few humans among them, were as still as the dead piled on the opposite side of the field.'